0: We've made it through 10 games of absolute hell, as Bears fans already. Me, c Dub, and Bobby are going to break down and talk about some of the things we'd like to see most from the Bears as they finish out the final seven games of the season. We're going to break it all down talk about it right after this.
2: You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content
0: yeah motherfucker we early ain't no game we getting this shit done early y'all so there it is (laughs) (laughs) we appreciate y'all rocking with us especially ones that are gonna be in here as it's like about to be 10 a.m chicago time but you know it is what it is man c-dub bobby hayes we all in the building today to break down welcome to another episode of chicago bears central fellas we're just gonna talk about some of the things we want to see most from this team as they finish out the final seven games of the season Uh, we're gonna start with the offense here who wants to take this one away first?
1: Uh I started off uh, offensively. Uh I know it starts off as who's gonna be the quarterback, and I'ma just go ahead and say this gonna be Justin Fields from here on out, even though we haven't heard the news so far. So with Justin Fields, I think it changes from uh we want to run the ball and see how well we can play off that. Cause all while they've been playing Justin Fields in the beginning part of the season, it's been heavy pass and less run. So they want to see if he they if he can uh move that ball through the air for this team. So it's going to be heavy pass. Uh, I think there's a lot of individual uh, things to watch out for with specific players like Darnell Mooney. Uh, what about the left side of that line? The center position is horrid. Uh, uh, can they possibly look competent in these last couple games of the season? Uh, what running back? I think it's a competition with those three guys. I think one of those guys, maybe two of those guys not here next year when you think of you those think running you? back. I think maybe two, Uh Darrington Evans. I, I like him. I know I don't think it's set in stone that he'll be here next year. I don't think it's okay, set in stone. Fair. Fair. And I think either Rojo, either one of those three of those guys might be out of here. Could you? Would y'all put Herbert in that too? No, With I think Rojo. Herbert's locked in. Do you I, think and I don't think Rojo's going anywhere? I
0: I think if anyone is probably going to be that. My personal opinion, Deontay Foreman. He's the one, and I think yeah. now the teams have seen him. He's probably going to be offered offered more money than what the Bears would be willing to keep, pay him to keep. Him yeah Agreed. yeah
1: yeah i agree with that so
0: tight ends though, uh
1: Tunyon isn't isn't been particularly uh he hasn't been a participant this year i don't think he maybe he's been in for blocking i know that uh that excuse that everybody throws out but he's really a pass catching guy and he ain't done his 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 strength all season um oh yeah it's just that offensive line we gotta See if we can get better in offense line. Maybe you could try somebody that's coming off of IR. It's Dan Feeney. I don't know if he's coming off IR. Maybe we get to see him out there. He was back last week. He was back last week. Carter, I don't know how long he's out, but man, we met a mix and match, and maybe we could get something better. But it's a lot of individual things on the offensive side that need to be seen.
2: That's I fair. think that's fair. I think that's fair. I'm looking at for the offense. I'm just trying to see if they can, you know what I'm saying? Because I think I know we're gonna talk about it, but I think the defense. Is going, they've been much improved over the last few weeks. The offense has to go ahead and make sure that they're good on their side of the ball. So you just don't lose games. You want to win games. Um, some of the things I want to see is do you keep Dante Foreman, Deontay Foreman, involved in his offense? Ever since that Khalil Herbert went down, he ain't did nothing but get tutties, he ain't did nothing but get touchdowns, bro, and help take the pressure off the quarterback. You got to find some type of way to keep him involved within that run game to make sure that. You know what I'm saying. You can have some balance on the offensive side. Then another guy. I want to look at Braxton Jones. Last two weeks, he's been all right. I would say, I would say he's been all right. And I think that now these fi- these final seven games of the season, he's in out. He got he's auditioning right now again, all over mm-hmm. again. Simply because yeah. we know that it's prospects that the the uh, yes. many people believe that in college yeah. that the Bears should look at as uh left tackles. If he continue to go out here and string together some solid performances, not do stupid things with uh pre-snap penalties, false starts, et cetera, et cetera, he can really solidify his spot. You know what I'm saying? And then that becomes, that's something Ryan Pose and his staff could cross off the checklist. Hey, we ain't got to look at no left tackle. We can just go ahead and look at other things. You feel me? And then lastly, it's the obvious. Luke Getze. Will you pull your head out your butt for 15 seconds, my boy, and just look at the totality of each game. Look at what's working, look at what's not working, scratch it, let's adjust pretty quickly, and let's keep pushing. And put and give Justin Fields an opportunity to win games. So that's how that that's how I'm gonna lay it out for the offense. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean the offense is the thing where to me it's in fairness, it's harder to say what I want to see from him because I just don't trust the coordinator, right? Like, I yeah. don't, like, I like from the skill position, at least, because I could say, I want to see uh, DJ Moore have more big games, but I can't trust the the hell that fucking Luke gets. He's going to call the right plays to get him the damn ball. So, like, it comes to the, the, the positions that we need to evaluate, right? And we know center, we absolutely need some new centers in here. I don't want to see Cody Whitehair or Lucas Patrick back yeah. in the yeah. Chicago Bears uniform. I would like to see you go out and get a solid veteran, go out and get a young piece in the draft, and let's, let's deal with it that way. Left tackle, poor, uh, per what Bobby said. Braxton Jones now is at this point showing that he is probably going to lose that position to be a depth piece. Like, because I see them going left tackle early in the draft also. And unfortunately, Braxton Jones showed a lot his rookie year as far as, like, developing, stuff like that. But, like, the thing is, even in, in times where he shows solid as far as blocking, The penalties, the penalties are killing the bears, man. And if you can't be disciplined on that offensive line, I don't care how many pancakes you get. It doesn't matter because when when we're trying to move the ball, you are a hindrance to that. So Braxton Jones also got to show what he can be, but I don't think there's enough time for them to say that they can't, they can risk not going left tackle in the draft. I just, I don't think that he has enough time to show that. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we look at Braxton Jones over these last seven days and say, he really fixed a lot of the issues and, Maybe we go left tackle later in the draft, or maybe we just bring in a solid veteran left tackle that can be a depth piece, something like that. But there's definitely questions there also. And then the mm-hmm. biggest question mark is Darnell Mooney. You have to make a decision on Darnell Mooney this right. offseason. Yeah. yeah. And right now, like I know that uh Spot Rack has him as three years, what, four years, 12 million or whatever. So three million average per year is his expected value on the market. And I'll tell you what, I wouldn't pay more than that for him. And the biggest question is, is he gonna see that as a slight and take that. And do you even want to risk paying that when you have a rookie who will be a second year player in Tyler Scott, who I, I'll say this, I'm not going to say we've seen highs from him that he can match the highs of Darnell Mooney, but if you're also bringing in a Marvin Harrison Jr., you don't need those highs. I think Tyler Scott can be more than enough potentially yeah. than what we've seen from Darnell Mooney on this team the last two years. So that's another a spot that you got to look at and say, hey, we're going to end up spending big money at center. We're going to end up spending big money at defensive end or tackle or wherever else it is. You you probably don't want to pay Darnell Mooney, who hasn't shown you much. He just hasn't, right?
1: Hey, and it and it is a stark. if they even look similar. Uh, Tyler Scott and Darnell Mooney. When you look on, at the court on the uh, field, uh, nephew, I asked Drip this uh, uh yesterday's voicemail. Do you think Darnell Mooney would be? Do would he want to be the third? Choice on this uh, wide receiver core Do we want to be a Tyler Boyd
2: Do we want to be the third option On this team do you think he wants to be I mean he's comfortable with typically That third option I mean obviously You know different systems you know Call for different things but Wasn't we kind of thinking he was going to be that Second or third option next to Chase Claypool So what, what Would it be was, the difference you know what I'm saying So I'm I'm willing I'm looking at it like hey Darnell Mooney this is what I'm offering. We've seen the production be kind of up and down. Hey, let's let's go ahead and lock you in. We want you around, but if you expecting top-end money, I just don't see that happening. You know what I'm saying? And then yes. Hayes made a great point. If you feeling like that, you can get something out of Tyler Scott, one of the guys that the GM drafted and was like, Okay, I already missed on Vegas. My Tyler Scott got a hit, right? So you can you can look at a number of things, but I think that Darnell Mooney, I think it would still be good to have him here as that third option.
1: Yeah, I understand it. It will be good to have him here. I just think as a competitor, I don't think he would want to play the backseat to, you know, DJ Moore is okay for him. I think DJ Moore is okay. But to a rookie, even though how good he is, Darnell Moody was still that competitive nature. That's what I'm going to think. I don't know for sure. But I, when you think hey. about competitors. I
0: mean, listen, I'm sorry, but Marvin Harrison Jr. is a generational Generational! Yeah, and this, and that's, I don't use that word, rephrase lightly. He is a generational talent. Darnell Mooney, even at his best, isn't sniffing the jock strap of Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm sorry. I agree. So he got it. If he ends up staying here, if he feels a way about a rookie passing him up on the depth chart, all I can say was that is go out and prove you better because I doubt that you can. I doubt yeah. she can't, too. <laughs> so, they, bro. Yeah.
2: bro, they throw yeah. generation around so loosely now. I heard,
0: I seen somebody say Drake May generation. I said, boy, and bro, what? I can- was, uh, bro,
2: <laughs> I kill people
0: on Bleacher <laughs> Report for that all the time. They be like, Drake May, he's the one. I'm like, have you watched? Outside of just looking at the stats, Drake May comes up short on passes five times a game. That I'm just like, in the NFL, that's an N-O, bro.
1: Damn, that damn. looked like Tyson Bagent last game.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: not saying that. Goddamn, she does. <laughs> hey, man, but you know what's going to be interesting is that that running back room, bro. What who we keeping? If you only keep it to who you keeping?
2: I, think I mean, mean Roshan's go not going hand. nowhere. He's too Roshan, young, I know, I know, too
0: really. valuable, too much potential there. Roshan ain't going anywhere. I mean, at that point, you're looking at, okay, what are you you looking at, Khalil and, and Deontay? And unfortunately, Khalil does have another year under his contract where Deontay Foreman is going to be on the open market. So, and this is not a knock on Deontay Foreman, but there's a reason why he was healthy scratches when everybody was healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think we got – well to, if we get a lot lineman. Is it gonna be a high? Y'all want to go high? Y'all want I don't know if y'all want to use one of them first round the picks. First pick, if no, 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 one of them like the second pick because the first uh, pick the is Marvin Harrison one, like, like, Jr.
2: Yeah, later on, I wouldn't mind it.
0: You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a first rounder
2: with the, with, the, with
1: with a the tackle. I mean,
0: listen, there's some tackles in this. There oh. are three tackles in this draft slated to go in the first ten picks. Yeah, y'all
1: yeah, we cool with that though. Like one thing yeah, Marvin we Harrison. Tackle, yes. I wouldn't yes. be mad at it. If, if, and, you,
0: if you lock in Marvin Harrison Jr. and go with a tackle, I'm not mad at that. Okay. okay, okay. Hey,
2: Hayes and uh C dub, did y'all hear what Olin Cruz said about the Bears offensive line regarding Seven no, Jenkins? He what said if I'm the Let's preface this We are dealing with Matt Eberflus and his coaches dad. Let's preface that But Olin Cruz said if I'm the Chicago Bears And for the last few weeks I seen Tevin Jenkins lined, lined up next to Darnell Wright I keep Tevin Jenkins On there to continue to grow And solidify that right side Now all you gotta do is worry about that left side They know they brought in Nate Davis But from what I seen from the right side With Tevin Jenkins and Darnell Wright You don't wanna mess that up But we know who we dealing with they can probably put him back over there. They probably would move up.
0: Tevin Jenkins again <laughs> because that it's like how can we move Tevin Jenkins this year? But what I will say to me, and I know there's a lot of off, like I said, a lot of offensive tackles slated to go in the first round and in those first ten picks. But to me, and what my my bit of of uh, data that I've looked at so far, um, I know the dude from Penn State's high, but to yes. me, Joe Alt from from Notre Dame, that's the guy that I want on the yeah right side because of my life. hey, can
2: we keep it a buck? Yo, Ohio State Bucks, Buckeyes, they mm. beat up on that left tackle from uh Penn State, yeah, they exactly. beat him yeah. up, yeah, and then he got beat up by Michigan too. So that's just, yeah. uh, I, it's, I know it's only two games, we got to do a deeper dive before we can draw any good conclusions. But I'm that, that's just two things against top teams, you got to be able to show up. That's all I'm saying, and uh, you know, who, who,
1: who kind of like getting a pass and we look over is Nate Davis, Nate Davis. Is he uh when he's been on the fact, field has been solid, it's been solid, yeah. But he hasn't been on the, been field, on the field, right? Yeah. So, yeah, are we gonna count on him? Is he a part of the future? Well,
0: what, what we've seen, what little we've seen eight, this honest, for three years this no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, he's he's gonna be <laughs> yeah. so regardless. Uh, and then I also think like I'm, I'm trying to look right now, Nate Davis, before coming to the Chicago Bears, I don't think had a, a lot of injury history, so. Right. I, I I we know he started off the situation with his mom which is unfortunate and i understand mm-hmm. that but then he had the injury so you got to look at what he's been over his career nate davis hasn't really been somebody who's suffered a ton of ton of injuries so i okay. think i feel pretty confident in a 27 year old who'll be 28 going into next season if you draft a a rookie at that at that tackle position i like still nate davis being that guard next to that rookie on that on that gotcha. right side
1: i, I gotta agree. believe us with two holes then that uh Left guard in the center. We got to get that middle. Center. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so we draft in the center. Final question of uh this segment. We See, get us a center this, late. I later. Because there's not a lot 30, of centers you know?
0: worth taking early in this draft. Uh There are some that definitely will go mid second round, early third mm-hmm. round that I think the Bears could definitely look at. We yeah. don't have a second. So it'll be third round. I wouldn't mind if the Bears go center. The third. Round. Me
1: neither. Me right. Neither. We got to We got to try. We got to try to fix the center position, bro. At that. least try. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and the free agent market for centers, last I check, doesn't look to be huge there either. I think the biggest free agent at the center position is, of course, J- uh, Jason Kelsey. He ain't going nowhere. Damn, like, no. no. Uh-uh. <laughs> and then other, other than that is uh, Connor Williams in Miami. He's 26. Wouldn't mind. Uh, looks like his, his market value, according to the, the projections, according to spot rack, is they are, are guessing, which is crazy for a center, a $13 million average salary. So, damn. damn.
1: <laughs> 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 but to just exactly be seriously thing, though they are part of the play every play though the centers mm-hmm. like, if yeah, that ain't right true. so that so i think that's i think that's they're the first is.
0: person to touch the ball on every play
1: yeah um, bro so yeah so they so that's probably fair that's probably fair yeah so
0: we'll end up seeing what happens with that man Um, uh, but uh, uh somebody asked to how we feel about Uh, Justin Fields. we haven't really touched on him specifically in talking about the offense. I'm just going to throw you to this guy, throw this to you guys specifically to talk about Justin. What do you want to see from Justin over the last seven games? If he plays all last seven games.
1: Oh man. Uh, Justin, we need you to be out there and be proficient with the passing game. Uh, We want you to look comfortable out there. I want, you know what I want more than all, I want you to look like you are having fun out there. It is what it is with the coaching staff at this point. Uh, justin fields i want i want him to be out there have a fun and then on a 1b i want him to be efficient out there i think his numbers is terrific before he got injured at 12 touchdowns and five interceptions with like a 95 qbr i think it is total for the season uh just keep doing what you do don't listen to the outside noise and just ball out just ball out i think you're better than caleb williams i think you're better than drake mate you're damn for sure better than the bryce young little fella <laughs> just go and do you. Just go and do you, Justin.
0: Have you talk, Have you ever brought up Bryce Young without making sure you reference that man's height? I don't think you have. <laughs> I think you have to, though. I think <laughs> you have to, hey, I can't do nothing but commend him. He
2: showed more respect for me and my height than Bryce Young, and he taller than me. <laughs> so we good.
1: <laughs> that, that's, but, he barely taller that's than my nephew. It's crazy.
2: But, He's hey, crazy, Justin Fields, look, just go out there and have fun, man. You seen bro dancing it up, doing his little jig. Let's get some more of that energy on the field and just play football, man. That's really yeah. what it is. None of that robotic stuff. Not a lot of stuff in your head, like you said, you know, weeks and weeks ago. But that's pretty much it. Just be consistent. And let's win some football games, bro. Because it's very winnable Going coming down this stretch. You got it some is. games you can take advantage of and go ahead and uh, solidify your spot.
0: Facts. I got a question. After let's move over to the defense. What do you guys want to see from the defensive side oh. of the ball, the ring part of the season, man? I'll start this one off. I rarely ever start off. I'll start this one off. I just want to see everybody stay healthy so we can really take a look at what this secondary specifically looks like with continuity. Because there are some really good flashes, really good signs over the last couple of weeks of the secondary coming into its own. And I really want to see what it looks like with the young guys out there fully healthy. Keep in mind, we have a secondary full of 24 and 23-year-olds. They could be the future of the Bears for a long time in both that corner and that safety position with Jaquan Brisker, Eddie Jackson's the only one even sniffing 30 in yeah. that, in that lineup as far as the projected starter. So I really want to see health and I want to see the consistency because we're seeing Kyler Gordon. He is. Oh turning man. He's
1: terrific. Goal.
0: He used in the blitz in the run game, in the past game. And he's been solid at all three, that nickel position. He is tailor made wow. for that nickel position on yes. this team. And so I want to see that. Um, and then, also, I want to see what the line, the continued growth of the linebacking core as well. And it looks like, from what we've seen, small sample size, but there was a mistake moving Jack Sanborn from that middle linebacker spot. Woo-hoo. I want to see more of that because I tell you what, him with that at that middle linebacker spot, we back to looking at Jack Sanborn like he's Woo-hoo. the one. That's what I want to see. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Drip, Man, it always makes me feel good
1: when they talk about my son. Now, look it out. You know, in the beginning of the season, we had high hopes for this uh, secondary. Uh, mm-hmm. And I don't think as far as much as it been bad play. It has been some bad play from the secondary, but more on the experience and the learning curve. You know, they was learning how to get play the game. But now they're getting healthy. We got all five of those guys, like my man Drip said. You see uh, Tyreek Stevenson, he's getting smarter. Uh, he didn't get called for a pass interference in this game, and that's a saying a lot from Tyreek Stevenson. Kyler Gordon has just got physical over the over the over the uh over the break. I don't know what the hell happened to this he kid weedy. from the first
0: play of the He's season.
1: He's he was healthy last year,
0: drill. True, he wasn't but, this I mean, but, we, but, we, but we but he was getting picked on as a rookie. and We started seeing him towards the last five games of that season. Kyler Gordon was stepping up big time. He so, was.
1: He was. But so I the feel physicality. like physicality.
0: Yeah, yeah, the, oh, the phys, yeah, the physicality part, and you could see him too. Like, look at Kyler Gordon when he was look at the draft combine, Kyler Gordon. Yeah, and now Kyler Gordon, yes. that man's added about five to eight pounds of nothing but muscle and kept all the speed.
1: Yes, man, he's a problem. Uh, yeah, I I, I love that kid, and I love all of these secondary players, and Jalen Johnson. Uh, I, you know, I'm kind of critical of Jalen Johnson. He gave the excuse, like, I'm so good that they don't even pass it over here. I'm going to go ahead and give him that. He hasn't made any bonehead plays. He missed a couple of tackles uh, a couple mm-hmm. games ago, but he's been solid as well. Eddie Jackson and Jaquan Brisker, but that's my favorite player on the defense, by the way, Jaquan Brisker. And I know my son is on the team as well, but Jaquan Brisker is my favorite player on the defense. <laughs> Eddie Jackson, uh, he looks solid. When could you say that the whole season for Eddie Jackson this last I mean, game? He you looks can't solid. say it
0: because we ain't seen him. It's hard to say that about somebody who we ain't seen on the field. Like. For real.
1: And, and Drip, I agree with you with the linebacker core. We may need to do some rule. We might have to flip them around. I don't care about attitudes or anything. Flip that around, put my boy in the middle, and put admins on the side. He can still play. You just ain't playing in the middle. And the defensive line, I'm eager. You know what I want to see? If Montez Sweat can propel Yannick to get ten sacks. I think Yannick can get ten How sacks. How many is Yannick Montez... have so far?
0: What does he have? Three? He got four. He got four and a half. So he's maybe. saying six sacks over the last seven games from Unique yes. and Godfrey. He a, was getting he great. Need a sack a game, oh, bro. He can get it.
1: I think he could get it. You could you see him? The game got the Mont- easier last game, even though it was the Carolina Panthers, don't you? Right, it was the Carolina Panthers.
2: Hey, but they, they, they the Montez Sweat trade is a is, is a win for me. I know it's, it's still game still. Game still yeah, I know it, at least you got the small victories, but in just the two games that he played in, you see a different attitude and you see a different level of consistency from the defense, and that's what you want to see. The head coach is defensive guy. Yeah. You now have your guys in place, all the guys you want in place. You gotta go ahead and establish some consistency, and that's what I want to see from the defensive side of the ball. AC Dub and Drip, uh, your boy Justin Jones got three QB pressures,
0: <laughs> bro, <laughs> bro. All and that, and, but head. see, but see, and that's why when people look at just Montez Sweat, and not not everybody, but that first game, people were just like, "Aye, right, Montez didn't do this," but like, yeah. I think looking at the the amount of attention Montez Sweat draws, it made the game easier on everybody else in that defensive yeah. line. And so if you can improve, continue to improve that defensive line, or let's say uh, Javon Dexter, Zach Pickens, hits a huge development over this offseason, I'm not going to say we still don't need moves to be made on that defensive line because we do. But uh, yeah, listen, don't be surprised if a, a full offseason with having Montez Sweat in training camp and stuff like that, this defensive line is going to be solid next year. I agree.
2: and that is You just want to see some consistency. I I think that the last few weeks they've been coming around, they've been rolling, and they should be able to continue that because you're going to have to, especially with this schedule coming up. You got the Lions, the Vikings, and then the Lions again, and then you got the Browns. And then down that stretch, you got Arizona, the Falcons, and Green Bay. Why can't Um, you end the season with a three-game winning streak? But we are the Chicago Bears. We ain't even had a two-game winning streak. So we got to take this thing week by week because you better not get stumped by uh Detroit. You could take a loss, but you better not get stumped. But For the sure. defense, let's generate some pressure and let's allow those safeties to do what they do. And, Steve-O, shout-out to my boy again on another podcast. My guy, you said that uh Jaquan Brisko was the tone setter. It's yes. been evident ever since he's been in the 100%. game. Every time 100%. he's in the
0: game, fact. Jaquan Brisker very quickly has turned into a leader on that defensive side yes. of the ball, and um, I like his growth as a leader, his growth as a maturity, and like, don't get me wrong, it hasn't been all perfect for Jaquan Brisker. He's had no. some slow starts to games, mm-hmm. but I feel like almost any time I pointed out, like, all right, Jaquan, that's that 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 wasn't a good first quarter. It wasn't a solid second quarter. By the end of the game, though. No, He's in rhythm, and he's Bro. making big time plays. So You are yeah.
1: absolutely right, Drip. He gave up that long bomb to whoever that was on the Carolina Panthers. And then he came back and he was just reckless. He was throwing his body at people like a like a torpedo. This dude is an absolute maniac. I love him when he plays football. Um, I wanted to ask y'all a question about Montez Sweat. Do we remind y'all Pepe, uh, Julius
0: Peppers? Is that a good comparison? No, I, th- I think Montez Sweat is his own beast. I honestly think Montez Sweat is better in the run game than Julius Peppers ever was.
1: Oh, he, that's a gotcha. lot to say. But he was with Carolina. He was a monster. On I'm the talking about runger. with the Bears. So oh, I'm with, the Bears. Okay, with the Bears. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Bears. that's a like, for sure, 100%. Like,
0: I, like Julius Pe- don't get me wrong, Julius Peppers is an absolute dog, a monster, and I wish that we can bring prime Julius Peppers back to yes. this defense today. Do not Make no mistake about it, but I think Montez Sweat has more – potential in that run game and he's been more consistent in that run game than what julius peppers was
1: oh that's fair i agree that's fair. i ain't even got nothing to retort that's fair
0: i agree <laughs> all right last p- uh thing we got to talk about before we get out of here the coaching staff what do you want I- i'll start this one too the only thing i want to see from the coaching staff in the, the season is fire. That's it. That's, it. that's it I don't give a shit I'm I, second that emotion? I don't care about what plays you call you don't call, I don't care if you want man coverage blitz, whatever, the only thing I want to see from Matt Ibraflus and Luke Getze is them heading out of Hallis Hall to go to their airplane to go to wherever the fuck they mama's from because they gotta get the fuck up out of Chicago
2: right, I'm, gonna tell, I'm gonna tell you that's gonna be hard though yeah, because it. if they stray together so if they let's just say they ended up oh, yes. the season with six wins that. And Pose came to the podium. Hey, this guy comes in every single day. He's awesome. Our culture is great. <laughs> he ain't going nowhere. I'm telling you, if this man, no, nah, go we gonna ahead send some drink, people to
0: kidnap Lugetti because that's, that's <laughs> there's no facts. way he can stay, bro. Like,
2: facts and like his side of the ball is actually doing better. So you know what I'm saying? Is. He's the it defense is. is doing better. And if you're still having problems with the offensive side, but you in the season with six wins. Hey, you improved from last season. Ryan Paul's going to, hey, we told y'all this is a rebuild. <laughs> that man might be right there again, bro. Oh, man, dude. I don't
1: like that at all, nephew. You think only six wins it, to
2: save this guy?
1: I think it got to be on the lines of probably eight. And that ain't happening. And then maybe we got to talk about it too at
2: eight. That no way. Happen.
1: Not Six. No, bro, he cannot you, stay it, here with just six wins game.
2: No. Yeah. I'm telling you because I just don't – I'm looking at the best for who they are, bro. That's just who they are. And, they, and they, 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 a- can, they, they can come down to the end of the season. I mean, come down to the end of the season, go to the the table and say, hey, we improved throughout the season. If, if they get to the six, seven wins, they be like, hey, we improved. We three wins last year. We were horrible. Now we got all oh, these players in. You know what I'm saying? And the defense is coming around. We added more pieces. I know Drip just took off the glasses, but that's just what it is. They can come <laughs> back and let this man be like, all right, cool. We're moving on with Matt Eberflus the next season. Unfortunately,
0: Here's what I'll, I'll – uh, in in trying to talk about it from both sides, I would like to see Matt Eberflus go, but I will settle on bringing a new offensive coordinator, bringing a new defensive coordinator. If you do those things and you get the right guys there – Okay, there could be a conversation made, especially with the defense improving, like you said. But personally, I'm then looking at every single mistake is gonna be like, get this motherfucking evil food, get this used car salesman facts. up out of here, bro. Anybody who slicks their hair back after 50 gotta go, bro. That's facts. And I think c dubs broke. I thought he was just pausing there for a minute. That man is absolutely look, we try to make we it, it before face, we try though. to make it before <laughs> his internet cut out because you know it's gonna don't happen. Know, they, at least don't like, they don't
2: like the weekends, bro. Oh no. Something wrong that's with him. So that funny, now. But that, the only it, reason I'm thinking like this is because I know there's been a lot of talk about uh Harbaugh from Michigan, and I'm looking at him and I'm like, "What? Well, I would love to have him. Let's make that clear first. I would love to have him up in the building. But bro, why would you leave? Bro, your athletic director came out. Your your, your head coaches putting out stuff and crying on national <laughs> TV at the games. Your players are playing for you. Why would you leave something that's so established? Just to come to the Chicago Bulls and be like, damn, this the, and, and you have so many questions and we all, you know, what I'm saying just looking at that, you'd be like, damn, the grass ain't always green on the other side. And look at the Chicago Bears and look what they've been going through for so many years. Do I want to put myself in that situation? And I'm already established. I built this thing up. You know what I'm saying? It's so I'm just trying to look at it from, you know, it look at the situation at its totality, bro. Before no, I, I, I don't I know. That.
0: I get that but I'm hoping that somebody like Eric Bieniemy looks like I keep getting passed for a head coach. Let me become the head coach of the Chicago Bears. I can come in. You talking about at that point potentially have a team with Marvin Harrison Jr., DJ Moore, Justin oh. Fields, Cole Kometas, weapons. Listen. Yes. Eric Bieniemy, please come in and save our offense, brother. Please <laughs> yeah. come in and <laughs> Uh, y'all y'all talking but about it very well. Ryan yeah. Pole's when he pick up the phone, he'd be like, Hey man, uh, no, nah, I'm good over there, bro. Virginia still on the team. No, nah, I'm good. man. I'm <laughs> <be laughs> <y'all> talking <laughs> about the uh, uh, attraction of this
1: team to a different coach, right? I think yeah. this is a very attractive team. Time out for a, for a hard,
2: I was speaking on hardball specific. Oh, hardball. Oh, hard yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, because, because I know exactly. that's at the top of a lot hard, of people. Yeah, that's list.
0: why when people say hardball, I always say, hard, like, I'm. Not that I'm good on Harbaugh, because if he was able to say I would, but you talk about him leaving a situation where he controls everything to exactly. come to this dysfunction. Exactly. I I don't see Harbaugh. That's if Harbaugh is mean. going to leave, I see him coming to a situation where it's basically established, and he just needs to be a little bit sprinkle on top to get him in, to get the team to be and, a Super Bowl contender. No, yeah, uh, go ahead. Now go ahead, nephew. I, oh, I was, was
1: just
2: going to say, and like if you look around the landscape, ugh, we already dealt with a first-time head coach. We know Ben Johnson is good at an offensive coordinator, but he will be a first-time head coach too. We look at uh you know, I seen Bobby Slowick from uh Houston be thrown out there. This is his first year being an offensive coordinator. Then, you know, uh Shane uh Waldron in Seattle. I love what he could do, you know what I'm saying? But then it's still that same thing. So as you going we don't know how these first-time head coaches are gonna be. And uh Air B enemy, he gets past happy sometime. This man have uh What's buddy name? Sam Howell throwing 45, 50 times in a game. And you got I believe they got two good running backs down there up in uh, D.C. with the commanders. It, it, it just be so, it, it that's why it's just so many questions, bro. I think
1: it's, experience is a premium of what we need. Like, I don't want any more first-time anything. Any first-time offensive coordinator, any first-time defensive coordinator, or any first-time coach. I'm straight. That we It doesn't work we need experience over here that's that's what we need we can't keep trying this let's get somebody with a track record in the history of winning football games bro
0: facts facts that's facts all
1: right
0: anything left before we get up out of here family
1: hey man uh happy uh belated veterans day to all y'all out there i know i said it yesterday uh nephew i don't know how he steals uh a laugh right now. I know he was drunk last
2: night. Oh y'all, I look good me, <laughs> but I don't feel good.
0: <laughs> hey, I've been there many times, bro. Many times. You know how many times on Bull Central I record a video and I'll be like, hey, damn, the fact that I even look like I can sit upright is Bruh. crazy because the whole time I'm feeling like I'm going like this on the video. Like, <laughs> yeah. <playing. laughs> Nigga correct and shit, that even got to be corrected. Like, damn, my hat crooked. That's straight. Like, what's <laughs> happening?
2: <laughs>
0: For real. But yeah. no, definitely happy belated to Bobby, man, and happy Veterans Day to Bobby and all the veterans out there. My pops, my uncle, BL Jet. Make sure you guys say happy Veterans Day to him as well. Um, Yeah, yeah. Anything left, fellas? hey that's it y'all we appreciate
2: y'all and shout out to y'all for all the birthday wishes i appreciate that love y'all make sure y'all tune in we got the chicago bulls live call happening tonight against the detroit Pistons. c-dub gonna be doing that i'm gonna pop in later after i go get my some good steak i need a filet mignon medium
0: if you get ordering well done, this you're guy. Right. If, I lay me <laughs> if you if order steaks well yo. done, you Ugh. are a criminal and a terrorist. There is nothing less than that. Anybody <laughs> who eats well done steaks is a criminal and a terrorist. <laughs> that's, that's it. it. That's you
1: it. might as well go eat some pork skins. That's one. what I'm saying. <laughs> eat
0: some chicharrones, my God. Like that's, you might as well eat that. Like what are we talking about, skin. bro?
2: <laughs> but that's it, y'all. Tune there. Make sure y'all hit that like button and share this right here with your mama's mama and her baby daddy no bro.
0: (laughs) make sure you guys are following us at Central. you can hit us uh, with any feedback questions comments concerns Central gmail.com lastly if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail the number to do so 773-242-9336 we are the number one spot for everything chicago bears related and like we like to end every episode on shy town up bear down love you guys man peace y'all